I remember that when I was 18 years old, you know, I told my friend in college, I was like, when I'm 30, I'm going to be a dermatologist. I don't know how it's going to happen. I didn't have any physicians in the family. At that time, I didn't know any dermatologists at all. But you know what? I said I was going to do it and I did it. Hello and welcome to the Millennial Doc Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Nicoletta Brankov, board-certified dermatologist, skin, hair, and nail specialist, and plant-based beauty foods expert. This is your place to hear the whole truth on skincare, skin trends, and myths, so you can get the tools you need to take back your confidence starting now. The information in this episode is not medical advice. This is for informational purposes only, and you should always consult with your doctor before implementing any of the information. Now, on to the show. Welcome, welcome back to the Millennial Doc Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Nicoletta, and I am just so thrilled and excited for this episode, you guys, because to my podcast audience, to all of you amazing listeners, first of all, I love you guys, but I am here to tell you that I received the best news two weeks ago, that I am a board-certified dermatologist. You guys, this is something that I've worked on for the last 12 years of my life, and I remember that when I was 18 years old, you know, I told my friend in college, I was like, when I'm 30, I'm going to be a dermatologist. I don't know how it's going to happen. I didn't have any physicians in the family. At that time, I didn't know any dermatologists at all. But you know what? I said I was going to do it, and I did it. And so today's episode, really, I'm going to tell you because I've had quite a few questions about you know my journey and what it takes to become a dermatologist. And so I'm going to kind of go through that in this episode and really just be honest and real with you about what it actually takes. Because I really want my audience to know, you know, what board-certified dermatologists, like how much training they actually have in the skin and how long does it take to become a board-certified dermatologist. So, you know, first I want to say that dermatology is a great specialty in medicine, but it is a long road and you need to work hard, study, be persistent, and most importantly, have a drive and be passionate about what you do. So to become a board certified dermatologist, first off, you go to university or college for four years, right? So you get your bachelor's degree and that's the first step. And then you, of course, you take the MCAT and you apply to medical school. That's for four years of medical school. Some people do an extra research year in between one of the years during those four years of medical school. So some people actually make it five years, especially when you're applying to a very competitive specialty like dermatology. So for me, it was four years of medical school. Of course, it's usually in your third year where you decide on really what specialty that you want to pursue, whether it's radiology, dermatology, OB-GYN, ophthalmology, internal medicine, peds. So really it's in your third year that you decide on what specialty that you want to do However, if you know earlier on that you want to do a competitive residency and, you know, that it takes a lot more kind of relationships, networking, um, research papers, and just really getting to know others in the field, it is advised, of course, to start early. So for me, I started a little bit toward the end of my undergraduate career, but as soon as I started medical school, I started kind of creating those relationships with mentors in the dermatology field, doing research my summer after my first year and getting papers published as soon as my second year of medical school was rolling. So it definitely took a lot of persistence. And you'll heard my story. If not, you could refer back to my story, which you just go to drnicoletta.com. 
uh, backslash uh, zero zero, and that will you know, take you back to my story. You can read all about it on the blog as well. So drnicoletta.com forward slash zero zero will get you back to episode zero zero, which was my first one, which was really all about my story. So, so you go to university for four years, then you of course apply to medical school and you are there for four years. And then during your fourth year is when you decide which specialty you'll apply to then you have residency, which basically in residency, this is actually, so you're an MD, you are a physician and you can prescribe medications. You are, you have the MD in your physician degree. Now you're basically training under whichever specialty that you're training in. So for example, residency, if you train in dermatology, now you're training under other dermatologists. This is really where you learn how to specifically do your specialty very, very well. And so dermatology residency is very competitive. It's one of the most competitive, probably top two residencies out of all of them. And it's one of the most competitive that there is around because there are, first of all, very few positions and it is, you know, a very highly sought after specialty. It is very interesting and, you know, very multifaceted. You could really do so many things in it. You know, you could be a surgeon, you could see pediatric patients, you can see elderly patients. If you have a lot of interest in research, like immunology and lab work, you could even focus on that aspect. You can also do dermatopathology, which I'm pursuing in my fellowship this year, cutaneous oncology, uh, most skin cancer surgery, lasers. As I mentioned in my previous episode with Dr. Eddie as well, you know, there's so many different avenues in dermatology that you can train. So now you're in residency, right? So dermatology residency is a total of four years. So that first year is a transitional year. So you can do first year of internal medicine. You could do surgery if you want to or pediatrics, but typically that first year is really you not doing as much dermatology. It's just a year of medicine. And then after that, this is the three years of dermatology residency. So during this time, we read a huge textbook, like it's probably 20 plus pounds of two volumes. We read a huge textbook that contains 4,000 plus dermatological diseases and conditions. And we repeat this textbook basically each year. So with the end goal of seeing and studying the information about three times. So during, during your residency, this is really where we are learning how to be dermatologists when we train under other dermatologists, right? And so part of our curriculum, we learn the general general dermatology, so all the general um, bread and butter conditions, infectious diseases, benign and malignant, of course, like neoplasms, skin cancers, also the basic science. So basically the minutia of your skin like all the cells and how they work and how they function and where the genetic diseases are and what's mutated. Basically, the basic science, the very intricate structure of the skin and, you know, what proteins, the collagen, and we have to know all the basic science, basically, to be able to understand the different um, genetic conditions or autoimmune conditions. And so basic science is a huge component of really understanding how certain diseases present on the skin if you understand where the defect is and it really helps you really understand the how it looks like on the skin. 
And then another component, we have a surgical dermatology, right? So within our surgical dermatology curriculum, we learn skin cancer, excisions, um, lasers. We have to know the components of lasers, the different types of lasers, chemical peels, fillers, and Botox. And so all of that is part of our actually residency curriculum and that we are tested on. And let's see what else. So of course, we have pediatrics. So in my residency, I had pediatrics rotation uh, one to two months per year, actually. So it's very strong in pediatric dermatology. And finally, dermatopathology, which not many people know this, but basically during your dermatology residency, when you actually graduate and take your boards, you are very well qualified to read basic pathology skin slides. Now you can pursue a further fellowship like I did to really be specialized and um, have that speed and be, be able to effectively just call and be able to diagnose things that are more difficult um, than what you saw during residency. However, most dermatology residencies really get a lot of that dermatopathology in. So you are trained to basically, you look under the microscope and you see a biopsy specimen that was biopsied, now you're basically evaluating the cells under the microscope. And so that's another part of our uh, curriculum. So long story short, three years plus the one year, total of four years to finish your dermatology residency. Now, the next thing kind of that I wanted to talk about was you may have seen the FAAD, which Basically, what that means, that FAAD means Fellow of the American Board of Dermatology. And if you ever see the initials FAAD after MD or DO, this is how you really know that this is a dermatologist that completed four years of medical school, four years of residency, and passed the official dermatology certification exam, as well as, of course, all the other hoops along the way that you have to do to get there. But this is the only way to become a board-certified dermatologist. Go to medical school for four years, match into and complete an accredited residency in dermatology, and take and pass the American Board of Dermatology Certified Exam, which was the one that I took in October. So I just wanted to kind of explain what that FAAD means. It's called, it's Fellow of the American Board of Dermatology. You pass your dermatology boards, and then some people after residency, they do decide to do specialty training, so you can do further training afterwards. You can do cosmetic, laser, or most skin cancer surgery fellowships. You can do dermatopathology fellowship. There's some other ones, cutaneous oncology. And so there's extra training that you can pursue, but of course that is optional. One of the things that I did want to mention, of course, and this is all the schooling, but another huge aspect of what's important to really get into dermatology as well is being actively involved with research. When you're a resident, well, for me, it was required to do an IRB project. Sometimes it's per year, sometimes it's per residency. But in order to get into dermatology, um, I know for me, I had about 11 peer review. Now I have 19 peer-reviewed scientific articles in dermatology literature, and many of them as first authors. So when I was a medical student, when case reports were offered to me, I would take it. Basically, I would write case report after another, and you know, I did retrospective research reviews, and I would just write paper after paper until I matched into dermatology. And one of my mentors just told me, just keep going. Just keep going and show that you're interested, and always finish a project that's given to you. And when you decide on a project, make sure that you follow through and you actually finish it. And that's one of the key uh, takeaways with that. So that's kind of, uh, you know, the gist of how long. So as you can see, after I finished my fellowship, 
it's going to be 13 years of school and training. And so that's a very, very long road. So by the time I basically finish all my schooling, and after I finish my fellowship this summer, I will be 31 years old. So I just kind of want everyone to know as I continue sharing on this podcast, skin tips and health tips and just being able to empower you all is it was a long time to become a dermatologist. You have to be very, very dedicated. It is not an easy road. It is a very difficult specialty to get into. And all of us dermatologists really feel lucky to be dermatologists, really. And I wanted to share just, you know, 2020 has been definitely challenging. And one of the reasons why it was, of course, challenging for me was moving, of course, during the pandemic, uh, moving completely to another state for fellowship. And what made it really difficult, of course, is uh, in the spring, me and my co-residents, everyone was studying and preparing for a potential board certification exam, the big exam at the end. Um, We were all preparing for it to be in July like it normally is, but because of COVID and the situation with the pandemic, it had to be moved. And so it was actually moved to October. You know, it just kind of made it more of a marathon and not a sprint. So once I came here for fellowship and moved across country in July, I did take a little bit of a break so then I could start again studying in August. Because um, if not, you could definitely burn out if you study uh, like all the time for like six months in a row. So it was definitely a marathon. It was always good to remind yourself it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Just put little work in every single day. For me, what made it even more difficult, of course, is being a new mom. You know, in August, after I started fellowship, I was one year postpartum. And just having a 40-minute commute to work, I would actually wake up 4, 4.30 a.m. to study for two hours before work because my brain just functioned better in the morning. And then I would head off to work and I'd be in fellowship reading dermatopathology slides from nine, 8 to 5 every day. And then come home, be with my um, baby a little bit as well. And, and then, of course, put in some more work and study in the evenings and Of course, we had wonderful mentors like Dr. Mary Wall on Instagram who helped us every single evening almost during the pandemic. She was teaching us and it was so, so helpful. So many, many awesome virtual reviews that were put on for us, which really made it incredible for us to study during the pandemic with everything being shut down. So many of our board reviews were canceled come spring of 2020 and But we're very, very thankful for all the other virtual board reviews that came through. So yeah, so I just wanted to kind of share a little bit of um, my journey and then also just what it takes to become a dermatologist. So thank you all so much for listening to this episode. You guys are so, so supportive. And I absolutely love the DMs on Instagram that I get from you. Keep them coming and I will always do my best to answer all of them. I am very proud to be able to show you a little bit of my world as how I became a dermatologist. And just remember, guys, every episode, I'm here to empower you, to show you how to love your skin and just take that next step out with confidence and just rock your day. All right, guys, I'll see you in the next episode. I'm over here virtually loving your glowing skin and cheering you on for finishing another episode of the Millennial Doc Podcast. I am so glad you stopped by to learn more and empower yourself on how to love your skin one day at a time. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? 
If you want more, just head over to drnicoletta.com for the show notes and all the resources from today's episode. It would absolutely mean so much to me if you subscribe and leave a five-star review of the show. Your support helps me reach more listeners and thus impact thousands and thousands of people. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, don't forget to step out with confidence.